Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Tech Plus Plus. As always, Ollie here with my boys in tech, Aaron and Andres. Hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to be here. Hey, how's it going? And we got some more juicy topics for this episode. Um, from Elon Musk's um, Neuralink to Sophia, the humanoid robot, and finally, the very recent hack of Twitter. Um, before we get into it, uh, I want to first and foremost say sorry if we were a bit rough on Apple last episode. Um, sponsor us, Tim Cook. Um, <laughs> but, I still use their uh, product on a daily basis. Yeah, so. this, this, I think I think I looked at their stocks that dropped by a couple of points because of because of me. Oh yeah, that um, was unintended. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, because of me. Like yeah, their their market is crashing. Um, anyways, uh, let's jump into this week's topics. Um, so first and first up, I'm gonna be talking about Neuralink. Um, this recently got a little bit more heat. Um, I think. Um, if I'm not wrong, um, August 28th, so about a month from today or tomorrow, um, they're going to have some sort of like public announcement of their updates. Um, but talk about what Neuralink is in general. So from from a quick research book definition of it, that's uh, Neuralink is uh, Elon Musk's neural technology company that's developing an implant designed to interface directly with the human brain. Um, already pretty weird. Uh, the device would be implanted directly into the skull to enable electrode threads to interface with certain areas of the brain, according to Elon Musk. Um, so I dug a little bit deeper. Um, Elon Musk just has this very futuristic, crazy idea, as we all know. <laughs> so I dug a little bit deeper, and I found their um, official paper written by Elon Musk and some other doctors. Um, the official doc, we're going to put the link in the description. Um, so they basically are creating these BMIs, which stands for brain-machine interfaces, which hold like promise for the resultation of sensory and motor functions and they're trying to use it as a treatment of neurological disorders, um, like threats, or um, I don't really know exactly off the top of my head some of the other um, neurological disorders, but that's what they basically do. Anything that has to do with the brain, um, their main functionality of this Neuralink was to um, fix those kind of diseases. But Elon Musk, this uh, amazing humanoid, um, please, please sponsor <laughs> us as well. Elon Musk, please. Um, <laughs> Um, he recently came up and he on a tweet on a tweet he said um, quote it could play music right in your brain oh. um, okay yeah. <laughs> um, we went straight from um, a device that's good for um, neurological disorders to Elon Musk saying it can play music right in our brains um, yeah you'll be able, you'll be able to connect your Spotify with it imagine yeah, exactly. Play our shit, podcast, man. please. <laughs> yeah, listen to our podcast through your brains, please. Um, but um, before before moving forward, what do you, what do you two think about this crazy idea? Well, uh, I guess to start off, it's <clears throat> so the primary function of wanting to solve brain disorders, neurological disorders, um, so these sort of mental illnesses. That's a super cool and um, interesting problem to attack, but it seems like this uh, chip or whatever being implanted directly into the brain, it, it seems like it could provide a lot more than 
a um, solution to a disease or whatever. It seems mm -hmm. that it could be much more powerful with, than that. Right. Um, before I undress, what do you think? Yeah, it, it seems like um, I would say just for I guess I guess like patients in general, it's uh, it seems very beneficial. I don't think it should be like that public public to the point where like just normal consumers just buy it and you know use it for mm -hmm. uh but yeah it's i don't know it's it's pretty interesting that like i mean it's it's elon musk right like tesla was a car that was supposed to be very efficient i mean it is right very efficient car and stuff like that but elon musk is the one that like pushed for crazy little details you know like like oh you can have like a like an easter egg for like rainbow bridge on there blah 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 you know what i mean like just just crazy ideas that he has and he just like applies them because he's a rich ass motherfucker you know oh yeah um, can you imagine like his version of exactly. the Neuralink device versus like a regular person's like his probably has so much of his personal little tweaks that work for him best you know exactly that's that's i think the main point of this is that like august 28th I'm so looking forward to that because I really want to know what is the direction they finally decided, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be dropping some links in the description, like with the launch video. The launch video is from the one to 2016 that it's mostly talking about like, oh, we're going to help with the like disorders. And then there's the Neuralink website itself um, and the official doc. Everything like officially, it seems like it's going to be like, to help with disorders, right? Neurological disorders. But I really want to know what is the Elon Musk going to do because obviously, like, for him, that's not enough, right? Mm -hmm. For him, it has to be in the public's hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I have a feeling that tweet of him saying it could play music right in your brain um, is him saying, we're going to try to make, make this public. Which brings me up to my second question. Would you guys get some crazy shit like this? I don't know. I might, I might kind of wait on it. <laughs> you know, let let the let the people that are all hyped about it kind of yeah. have it, have at it first, and then you know we'll see what's up. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna get the version three point. Yeah, maybe. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So I guess I had listened to an Elon Musk, uh, Joe Rogan podcast. I forgot how long ago this was, but. Sure, we're going to talk to Elon Musk about this Neuralink stuff. And it seems, based on what Elon Musk was saying, that you could do a whole lot more. Like, imagine having your phone, you being able to talk to your phone directly without the overhead of you having to actually physically input stuff. Like, it's just your brain interacting with the chip to grab information on the internet, Google and stuff like that, as you would. And so that that sort of, I guess, power you know, to have all of the information um, in the palm of your hand without even having to do anything, without any overhead. You literally just think about it, and it comes. That's a... I feel like that's some Black Mirror shit, though. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen Black Mirror, but, like, it just literally feels like that's some fucking Black Mirror shit, and just so scary. Like, like sure, it sounds all fun and games, but who's going to be regulating, um, like, you know, what's going to be in your brain well that's such know? a good question like how do governments right. attack that or like if you're if you're like the united nations right 
or whatever mm-hmm. it is like how how are you going to make global rules surrounding that yeah and also a topic like, is is there going to be ads on <laughs> like 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 it's some crazy shit and again um we're probably i would love to give an update later on after whatever august 28th episode we have um I will definitely update you guys, but uh, I want to encourage all the listeners to get on it and just look it up and see. I don't know if it's going to be public or not, the um, the talk, but if it's public, I would definitely encourage everyone to take it, listen to it because it seems like it would be very interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like, like, think about, like, all the vulnerabilities that we'll have. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, we're talking about something, like, new new mm-hmm. products and like mm-hmm. whenever it comes to like something new there's definitely gonna be bugs you know mm-hmm. or something wrong with it and yeah imagine your brain getting hacked <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> well, that's, a, that's actually a real thing with uh, people who have machines that like manually pump their heart and stuff like that that's that's a super scary thing yeah mm-hmm. but also i wanted to touch on from this like you get all that power right obviously the first iterations of this like think spacex only like the the richest people can you know pay for a ride up to space, mm-hmm. like some regular civilian, I guess. But say this Neuralink technology becomes publicly available, right? Mm-hmm. And you have access to getting whatever information and whatnot. Like the the richest are gonna have access to this technology, and it's gonna put them so far ahead, right? But well, what if it puts them so yeah. far ahead before like? the rest of i guess people who aren't as rich to catch mm-hmm. up how how much of a disparity is that going to cause because they're just leaps and bounds ahead of people who don't have access to this right exactly um i don't know very very interesting topic um i like i said we we will definitely have like a part two to this hopefully like after the 20 um august 28th update on Neuralink. um but i definitely encourage all the listeners to research about this, um, it could definitely be the very near future of our lives, you know? Um, yeah, I would say... It's look, better. Yeah, I would definitely say it's good to know about it. That and other companies that Elon makes, because he, he's got a lot, a lot of what is it? interesting... Let me, let me, how many companies... Well, he's got the boring company, right? He's going to dig tunnels that are eventually yeah. going to be used for transportation. He's got SpaceX, Tesla, Neuralink... Um, What's that? He's gonna. He has a telecommunication company coming out that's supposed to yeah. provide the world with wireless internet, which is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's basically like what? Like the main ones are Tesla, Solar City, SpaceX. I forgot about Solar all, City. Wow. These are all like insane. Like these are his biggest ones, right? Like Tesla, Solar City, and SpaceX. Like SpaceX, dude. This man has a company that competes with NASA. The national fucking <laughs> yeah, the government funded <laughs> exactly, and it, it's it's so 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 much bigger than the government funded one that NASA contracts them, and it the amount of progression it's made, it's insane and absolutely insane. It's going out. All right, so Elon Musk, please sponsor us. Um, if you're trying to start a podcast company, hit us up. <laughs> that will be the guinea pigs. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely. <laughs> um, I would. I would love to beta test your Neuralink. No, please don't. I'm, I'm definitely not. Do that. 
imagine beta testing that shit. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're coming up in about like a ten minute mark now. Um, let's let's switch some gears to more creepy AI shit. Um, oh, maybe ooh, maybe ooh. creepy, maybe not. Maybe yeah. Um, pretty fucking creepy to me. Let's talk about Sophia. Yeah, um, Andres. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about a little bit about AI. So um, what is AI? I guess in the simplest term, um, AI is pretty much when you make a computer like a little brain, or I guess the program, uh, you help it learn by giving it like uh, a lot of information, like let's just say images, uh, text through speech, or actual text itself. Um, but once it gets like once that program or that little brain gets exposed to whatever information you're uh, giving it for a long time, it eventually will be able to understand what you show it. So it's pretty much able to adapt to what's given. But if only it only knows what you show it and tell it. So it's not as smart as you, but it can be uh, the more it gets trained. Um, I don't know. Was that was that a pretty good example? <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think that's yeah. I think that was a pretty good explanation to jump into. Um, yeah, the examples of some AIs. Yeah, and it's funny because as like a software engineers, we always uh, joke and say AI is pretty much like a bunch of if statements. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, let's start off with talking about Sophia. So. Mm-hmm. Who is Sophia? Um, she's pretty much one of the first most advanced human-like robots. And by human-like, I actually, like, she, her face, she actually has, like, facial expressions. Um, like, she even winks. So, like, she, like, already <laughs> yeah. freaking beats me alive because I can't even <laughs> So, it's like, um, but, yeah, her first appearance was in an interview around 2016. So uh, she pretty much got famous afterwards. Um, and so Sophia was created by Hanson Robotics, uh, which is a Hong Kong-based engineering and robotics company. And it seems like they have a total of 10 AI robots that they've manufactured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of want to list the top three that kind of brought my attention and I'm going to go a little bit chronological order because I feel like that's how it should be. Um, but I want to start with one whose name is Albert Hubo. Um, he was released in 2005. And he's the very first walking robot. With Holy computer. shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm like looking it up. This is pretty fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my God. You should see pictures of it. It's Yeah. That's um, right. Look there. It definitely like listeners should look this up. Yeah. He's so he's a very first walking robot with human like expression. And okay. So the way that I could kind of explain how he looks, he pretty much looks like Albert Einstein, but with literally his face with it, yeah. <laughs> with the fucking spacesuit. <laughs> I I like I have no reason why he has a spacesuit. But um it's interesting how they modeled him based on uh Albert Einstein. But yeah, that's that's one of the AI boys and girls. Um and then we have uh Bina forty eight and I guess Bina pretty much stands for breakthrough intelligence via neural architecture. Um 
She was released to uh, 2010. Holy fuck, man. These are, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, for the <laughs> listeners, I'm just um, looking these up on the side and, oh, man. Yeah, this one, I, yeah, this one is interesting. Because uh, she, <laughs> she's, um, she's like a bus like head robot, which has like chatbot, chatbot <sighs> functionalities. So, okay, so imagine, um, I don't know if you guys seen those sculptures, like, um, that's just kind of like shoulder up. Mm-hmm. that's pretty okay. much her like that's she pretty much looks like a sculpture um yep. i'm not sleeping tonight yeah it's like the, the heads in the the glasses from futurama <laughs> yeah just the neck up. <laughs> yeah so so like imagine just like talking to something like that and i don't know but yeah the most interesting part about her is that she was actually modeled after someone her name is bina aspen and i don't know i get like I understand like modeling someone based on like you know like Albert Einstein makes sense, but once you like start modeling like I don't know normal I mean I, I, she probably did something important with the company but I don't know just modeling normal people is a little weird. weird yeah but you know she wasn't blessed with like the body of Albert Hubo because she's just like she's just a talking head yeah she's just a talking head pretty much she doesn't have have a spacesuit yeah and then (laughs) (laughs) and and then we got of course sophia um she's the first robot uh to be declared a citizen by saudi arabia around Mm -hmm. 2017 so do you know why they did that clout yeah clout flex um but like, yeah, oh. definitely kudos to her. Um, she she has a Twitter, so so that's that's where I found out about her winking uh, video, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> she could. Yeah. So do, do you know if on her Twitter, like, is it an AI or is there like someone who um, controls it? Like controls the Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Like um, well, because uh, when I saw her tweets, yeah, it it kind of. They're not that like it looks like an AI kind of mm. writes it, so I, I would assume she she's the one mm-hmm. uh, in charge of her on Twitter. But uh, yeah, interesting. Um, but yeah, going back to the modeling subject, um, like, would you guys like an AI to be modeled just like you, and maybe like have that same speech sound, um, like you guys, like? What was, no, what do you guys, no? <laughs> definitely not on this shit. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Um, it, I don't you know, know that. Yeah, go ahead. It automatically makes me think of like, okay, think about your grandparents. You know, w- what if one, you know, God forbid, passes? If something like this can be made to help the other one through, like the rest of the years or whatever, I think there's a good case for something like that. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, if you're like, uh, I don't know, if you, if you know that's like pretty much an AI, like, I don't know. I I don't think it will help at all. I think, I think for me, it's more like an ethical thing. Like, like Like, she technically um, has the brain of like, um, the person who coded her, you know? Yeah. And 
what's stopping the person who coded her to be ethically responsible of coding her the right way? You know, like, I don't know. Just, I, I feel just, like I yeah, may have just seen too many movies, <laughs> you know, but it's, I don't know, it's just kind of creepy. That comes with, like, the governments making laws and stuff like that. Sure, but I feel like, shit, man, government, do you think government, like, passes laws fast enough, faster than a robot? Um, and, and I've heard of Sophia a couple of times and one of the creepiest things that made me like, like just not want to live anymore was like <laughs> staring, staring at her. Like, well, what, I think it was one of the interviews that I believe she straight up said, um, uh, she wants to end all humanities or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who, who controls this? Like who, who wrote? Who created the voice of her saying, I'm going to end all humanity? Yeah, we got a link to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's either, I don't know, it's either that or, like, someone asks her, like, are you here to take over, like, humanity or something? And she kind of has, like, an evil laugh and yeah, doesn't really true. answer. Yeah, Super, dis- like, I feel like a lot of the interviews she's had, yeah, if we can find links, that would be cool. Um, we can drop it in the description. But a lot of the interviews she had she always had like some sort of creepy fucking shit to say always um i think recently i saw like a news of her um wanting like family (laughs) yeah i was gonna actually get to that one yeah you could talk about it as well like that's oh my god yeah before we before we just one more i want to i guess challenge you guys a little bit like i guess one instance in the where like you would have something like this modeled after you is what if you created a business that's um, based on customer service, like a restaurant or something like that? Well, mm-hmm. you obviously want your customer, your customer, English is hard, um, to have a good experience and a great experience every time, 100% of the time. Well, mm-hmm. if you were to model something like this around you and your energy and your drive for your business to succeed, such that the um, whatever you want to call it, the artificial intelligence is able to provide a customer service experience uh, consistently 100% of the time. You know, they have you have a bad interaction with a customer or whatever it is. It doesn't carry over into the next interaction. It's reset every time. Something mm-hmm. like that sort of application. If I'm a business owner, that's something. That's the type of consistency that I'm going to want. Yeah, but as a consumer, do you want? a robot to keep bringing you your stuff like i don't know i feel like i feel like the human aspect is missing which is kind of i don't know how to explain what i'm trying to say but like i feel like at the end of the day she's a computer no matter what right like she's mm-hmm. she could have fucking facial features she could have like she could wink i don't care at the end of the day the wink is not a human right it's a computer <laughs> Right, I don't know how to explain it, but it just it just feels so empty. Like I don't know. You guys definitely should look at some of the interviews with her. It just it just I feel like something's missing. I don't know exactly what it is. Um, whoever seen those kind of videos, please let us know. Um, but it's I don't know. I don't I don't like her. <laughs> but but please sponsor us, Sophia. <laughs> we need we please, need those please. <laughs> Sophia sponsor. <laughs> don't kill me <laughs> but yeah like i don't know after researching all about this it it this like reminded me i don't know if you guys ever played this game uh detroit becoming human or become human. i have not i've heard about it 
Okay, like I wish I could have played it, but I only I only watch people play it. Mm-hmm. But kind of a rundown of of what the game is. It's pretty much a society where uh, AI machines and you know humans live mm-hmm. together, and they work together. So some are program some AIs are programmed to work at home, and some to even help the police mm-hmm. when it comes to crimes. So um, since it seems like they're AIs are so advanced to the point that they could pretty much uh, recreate the crime scenes based on right. evidence. So, but uh, as the story goes, eventually these AIs start kind of breaking through their logical decision making and they end up creating some type of revolution where they want equal rights and just be accepted as a citizen too. Um, you either have the choice of doing it in a peaceful way or just in a violent way. But yeah, what do you guys think about like just that in general and like AI? Just like, will we ever reach a point where AI becomes useful for society? And will it ever reach a point where these guys are like so fucking woke that they start creating like a revolution just like in the game? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> that is a loaded question. Um, man, I don't know. Um, listeners, please do <laughs> answer Andres and let us know what you think. Um, who, yeah, whoever really played that game, like, let us know. Like, overall, what do you guys think of Sophia and how close are we to ending the world like Terminator? Um, well, I think in the sense of the question, already become um, useful. Maybe it's a matter of how much it progresses, how much we can control it. Um, a matter of setting a hard stop button to that sort of thing um, is yet to be revealed, I suppose. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like um, I'm not 100% sure, but I swear I've read this somewhere. I could probably find some link about that as well. Um, that there, there's, there was an AI that I think it was even Sophia, if I'm not wrong, that um, tried to create a code or spin up a code or something like that, uh, a code segment, and they had to like immediately shut it down. And I think that was the Facebook one. Um, and you guys can fight, like fact check me on that. I'm not really 100% sure, but I can swear. That's crazy. <laughs> and um, um, let me see. Let me see if I can quickly. Uh, yep. Um, Facebook AI robot shuts down after creating their own language. They created their own language. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, with another AI. And they had to immediately shut it down. Um, so, I don't know. Shit like that is it's very inevitable, right? Like, um, what's stopping us? When, when you create a brain and you let it loose, right? What's, what's the... Like the factor that that brain is not gonna just do whatever the fuck it wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like in the case of Facebook, creating a language with another robot and doing some crazy shit because you know it has its own brain at this point. Um, I definitely think there should be some sort of control on that, um, but definitely interesting topic. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what I have for now about AIs. Hopefully, maybe we'll get a little bit more in-depth later, but that's kind of like a little introduction of 
yeah. um, AI, yep. Sophia, because there's definitely more stuff that uh, we yep. can talk about. And I feel like trending yep. stuff. Good stopping point. We're about time to switch gears to something like a little bit less scary, but still fucking scary. Yeah, still very scary. <laughs> still really scary. Um, Twitter getting hacked, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, so last week um, I was scrolling through Twitter uh, and I get to Elon Musk's tweet and he's saying that he's feeling generous today, right? Oh, hey guys, I'm feeling generous. You know, if you send a thousand dollars to my Bitcoin, um, like address, yeah, yeah. I'll double it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, send me a thousand dollars, I'll send you two thousand. And I thought, well, that's kind of suspect. Like, that's kind of weird. I don't know if I would trust that, but I kept on scrolling. Uh, little did I know at the time that Twitter was the victim of a social engineering attack where like a whole bunch of verified accounts were taken over. This includes, you know, the likes of Obama, Biden, Uber, you know, Elon Musk, just a ton of these verified accounts were taken over and involved in some sort of Bitcoin scam. And the hacker ended up making, you know, a little over $100,000 in this, which is crazy that he didn't make more, I guess given that he had or that person had access to so so many people and a a very big audience um but for those of you who don't know um a social engineering attack is one where a hacker or hackers will um get a person on the inside whether that be an executive official or somebody who has access to a certain admin status, maybe like an IT administrator or something that has access to the company network or whatever, um, where a hacker will get them to provide uh, confidential information, maybe uh, perform some sort of action, uh, anything along those lines uh, to what would you guys say like? What do you mean? (laughs) Like to to get information like in competition with another company, yeah. Whether it be for political reasons or whether it be to get an edge on them in the industry, yeah. I think I think overall, like social engineering is one of the sneakiest way, right? Like for example, I could call up Aaron and be like, "Yo, what's 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 your dog's name?" You know, and just just be friendly with you, like, and you tell me your dog's name, and then I can run a quick like password hack and just put your dog's name and just test it out with like everything you know um oh geez yeah yeah social engineering is pretty scary because you know what has the name is like you do Mm -hmm. it socially like there's been uh videos Mm -hmm. i've seen that there's a woman who uses like audio of a crying baby and then calls a bank and then just kind of panics like she kind of makes a scene where she's like in a rush the baby's crying and like she asked for her quote unquote husband's bank account info. And Jeez. because of that that whole scenario, she was able to get his account without any verification Jesus. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, social engineering is definitely like I wanna say like um you guys can hold me accountable for saying this, but I feel like it's one of the most powerful um ones out there, one of the most powerful hacks, and it takes the least amount of um 
computational skills. Yeah. Right. Like I could technically gain the password to your account without running any sort of hacking algorithms. Right. Um, I don't know shit like that. Like for example, like um, a lot of people have seen um, or heard like, Hey, don't ever give your password. We would never ask for your password or whatever. It's because like someone could call you up. He's like, Hey, um, your Instagram so-and-so has happened and um, give us your username and password so we can like fix your Instagram. Right. And you give them your user and password and that's it. You're, you're, that's it. You know, like it just hacked you. Um, and to me, it's insane to know Twitter, this huge ass company got socially engineering, social engineering attack. Um, but yeah, continue. I've, I haven't really heard of the main story of how it happened. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, the bottom line in this case, in the case of Twitter, um, is that an internal tool that Twitter uses uh, to control accounts, so to control verified accounts, access um, information that you don't necessarily have access to, uh, being able to update stuff like the recovery email address, uh, that sort of all admin, I have complete control of your account type stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so the hacker, it, this hasn't really been disclosed yet, at least not to my knowledge, but either the hackers got the uh, Twitter worker to use the tool and do some stuff for them, or the the Twitter worker uh, provided them with the tool and allowed them to um, manually go through the accounts and perform this attack. But I guess one question I have, like an open-ended question, why does Twitter even have that sort of power you know um just in case of twitter getting hacked right why didn't they like i don't know i feel like least privilege right like um access should have been there like twitter should never have like should never have the power to tweet as someone else does that make sense like a twitter admin I feel like should not be able to get into my account or someone who's verified's account and tweet something out. Well, yeah, I think the tool, um, the, the idea is you, there's an account you're looking for. So you get over that account, you take it over, you do what you need to do, and then you get off. And I think I wanted to bring this point up as well. I think this is something that is absolutely necessary. You're going to need to perform maybe some sort of um, admin type stuff on accounts. What if somebody's having problems? You need to investigate, maybe debug. Sure, These but like the tools are like, they can be helpful. Sure, but like tweeting? I don't, I don't, I personally don't see a use um, for an admin. Like if I call up like Twitter, like, and even say, hey, I can't tweet. I'm not going to ask them to tweet for me, right? I feel like that's so much privilege for them to have in order to tweet as me. And and that's very vulnerable because when Twitter gets hacked, that means everyone fucking got hacked, right? Well, I'd argue that the, the tool has more power, the, like a power that's higher ranking than just being able to tweet from somebody's account. You can change right, right, right. the password, the using it. You can, you can change whatever you want, right. not just tweet from the account. Right, right, right. I guess, I guess my, my argument there is that like, um, it's unnecessary. It, it's a, it's a godlike power, 
right? Why is there? Why can't there be just like pick and choose the privileges, right? Like, sure, the admin, um, the tool that you're talking about can change their password. They can reset their password. They can they get something that's more useful than tweeting as the person. They could they could turn off that feature, you know. So if they do get hacked, that that feature is off. <laughs> Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that internal? It seems. But that it's too powerful. Yeah. Well, I can bring this up. I I read in the articles. I'll I'll link some down below. But you know, Facebook and Twitter ha have these types of tools, and apparently, you know, Facebook there have been reports of users using it to like stalk women on Facebook and on Snapchat. Their internal tools to get access to user data that you probably otherwise wouldn't have access to. Mm -hmm. So it, it like many, many technology companies have these. And I, I think there's a place like there has to be a super user. Exactly. You have to include that it, and it's a matter. Yeah. You can argue this way and that way, but at some point there, there has to be like something that has all control. Yeah. Let's, let's say there's a, like a God user, right? Like you said, um, I feel like that God user should not be a typical fucking IT person or a new hire or anything. It should be Absolutely. some, right? It should be someone who already knows about social engineering attacks. It already knows that like this password, no one except me and the CEO knows about it. You know what I mean? Like someone, there's only like three people who know about this password and that's it. I'm not giving this shit to anybody else. This tool, nobody else, you know? So I feel like whoever this was, they didn't really know about social engineering or whoever the hacker was, was showing themselves as someone way more powerful in the company. And it was like, yo, like, let me see the tool, you know, like I, either that or he was paid a whole bunch of money, which is even more scary, right? Like, like if you're paying me enough money to retire, hmm, I might weigh that weigh the option. Yeah, it's it exactly. So, so that just brings up another whole other, like, but but I mean they didn't really even earn that much out of this attack. So which bring I guess that brings up a further question is like what if you know this person got caught and all they did was tweet some you know Bitcoin scam like they had access to all these accounts potentially the president's account mm -hmm. like was that the main purpose of the attack you think That's what scary. what if they downloaded a bunch of other data what we we don't know the full circumstances oh, and yeah. effects of the attack yeah we yeah we can't we can't i feel like yeah you're right i definitely see there might be even more it, this this hack might be a lot more deeper than that like this this kind of hack just literally looks like a typical tuesday night like so and so like dms you on instagram you know what i mean like that's the type of shit you see from like a friend from high school who clicked on the wrong link and now they got hacked and you get this email it's like oh look at look at my link you know have you seen those like on instagram it's like oh your picture i found your i've seen this one i wish it was it's like oh i've seen your picture um I think you should definitely delete it. Um, click the link below. And it's like from like a friend in high school. And I never clicked on those because I obviously very obvious scam. Um, but like, for example, when they send it to a bunch of their friends and somebody else clicks it, it spreads out, right? It, like it, wildfire. Exactly. Yeah. So they get hacked and they <laughs> send out the same message and so on. So this is what it looks like. But like, Aaron, do you know how much they made? Uh, yeah, I see. 
it, they made a little over a hundred thousand dollars. Like, dude, what? Like, yeah. literally hundred k for for this huge ass like crazy. Like, it was like I want to say on every goddamn news, right? And for only hundred yeah. k, sure. It's, what is like? No, man. Like, someone who can hack like this should be making billions. And I'm just scared that there's more to come from the same hacker. Yeah, this might just be the first wave. It seems. I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen, but yeah, you know. Yeah, crazy man, crazy. Yeah, and it brings up that, you know, how do the workers who have access to these types of internal tools how how do they get to a point where that access is granted? What kind of screening are they going through? What kind of test do they have to go through? Under under what kind of mental um, situation is this particular worker under? Like. These are the things because Twitter has some sort of hold on information being spread to people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys seen Twitter has just been like this. I don't know. It's been crazy for 2020. And I think we can all agree mm-hmm. with that. And stuff spreads absolutely crazy on it's there. Yep. And so the, the hacker could have easily tweeted something else with some other accounts to stir up some political or even like world level controversy mm-hmm. and nobody would have known a hundred right hundred percent um speaking of which follow us on twitter hopefully it doesn't get hacked yeah. we're not verified yet at least we're fine yeah yeah we're yeah. good we're we'll good um actually like i forgot about that um did you guys yeah. hear about the city um what was it um um let me see Twitter hack city. I forgot. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. This is a little another tidbit of information, but the Twitter shut off all mm-hmm. verified accounts from being able to tweet for a period of time. So if you had a verified account, you couldn't tweet. This is obviously pro- problematic for people like uh, news stations or maybe your local area. Um, like police and government officials, like what if they need to warn you of something that's happening, like Dude, what that if a tornado? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> literally what I'm looking up. I think there was something like that. Literally, like some tornado or something happened, and a city could not warn its residents because Twitter shut off all the verified accounts. Um, I cannot find the source for that, but it, I literally heard that on the news. Um, if I do find it, we'll probably like link that as well, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's scary, right? Like that is so scary. Like, um, especially for a lot of like, um, older generation who rely on news and like Twitter, maybe even as a news service, um, and follow all these like local news accounts and stuff like that. And usually those are the first responding, right? Like it's a lot faster to send a tweet than get on TV as like an emergency, you know? And Mm -hmm. I feel like, them not being able to do that was so scary. Just like shut off all the verified accounts from tweeting. Um, and yeah, who could have, you know, thought of that? You know, you're sitting there at Twitter. All of a sudden you see these Bitcoin scams from verified accounts and you know something's fishy here. And shit's just hitting the fan. You hit the brakes on verified people from tweeting. And then, oh, you stirred up <laughs> like a whole other pot. Like these people need to be able to tweet to give information to people to save their lives there's a Mm -hmm. i don't know how you handle go about that sort of thing 
I think I found it. The National Weather Service in LinkedIn, Illinois, for example, had just tweeted a tornado warning before suddenly going dark. To the extent that anyone was relying on that account for further information about those tornadoes, they were out of luck. Oh, insane dude that's even worse than i thought like imagine like your city is like yo a tornado is coming that's it you don't have any other news about it yeah wow. you're just left in the dark <laughs> well, obviously you shouldn't be getting everything from twitter but in the case <laughs> in the case um information needs to be spread and what do they spread through verified accounts mm-hmm. yeah usually wow. uh local news are pretty reliant um yeah. Overall, but yeah, yeah that, that's really freaking scary. Uh, yeah. Well, that All was right. just something I saw um, scrolling through Twitter this week. Gosh, you never know. Um, make sure that if you go own a tech company, make sure you know who has access to the internals because that stuff is very important. Yep. Um, but we're kind of hitting some time limits here, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode four of Tech Plus uh, Plus. Like we mentioned in the last episode, uh, we're starting to get working on a website. Um, we, I think, the domain name. What, what's it? It's Tech Plus Plus Podcast. Yeah, because we couldn't get Tech Plus Plus, unfortunately. Someone stole that shit. The fuck? Yeah, whoever did that, I mean, <laughs> like we Give got used back. for it. Come on. <laughs> Give it back. <laughs> well, we never had it, but we want it. So <laughs> give that to us. It's .com, techpluspluspodcast.com. Um, we don't have the website up yet. We're currently still building it, but um, we'll give updates as we're along in the process. Got some big plans coming up there, but uh, uh might take a little bit for us to get there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at tech plus plus underscore. That's tech plus plus underscore. Uh, we tweet out the episodes and such. Um, this was something that was brought to our attention. Um, some of our descriptions don't necessarily have like timestamps or anything. Um, so we've gone back and updated uh, the pilot episode and episode two to have timestamps. We'll put start putting links down in the description to what we're talking about, uh, just to give you guys more resources, allow you guys to explore kind of more of what we're talking about here. Uh, contact us at techpluspluspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's techpluspluspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, lastly, wanted to touch on the schedule here. Um, I think uh, with Ollie and Andres, and my schedule uh, it kind of works out for us to get a podcast in every three weeks or so so just looking out look out for that every three weeks or so um being expecting a new podcast to drop Mm -hmm. but other than that uh ali andres you guys got anything else to say nope thank you guys for listening it was actually a pretty fun episode yeah yeah thank you guys yeah thank you guys see you later